Okay, thank you. Uh, we're back, and we're going to go right to Michigan. Uh, ben Burkwam, uh, tell us about the posse that's out there. I want to see another show of hands, everybody that's a precinct committeeman, everybody that's kind of dedicated their life, and ask folks how it's changed their life and how they're changing the life of the community. Okay, one more time, guys. Uh, raise your hand if you're a precinct delegate. Let me see it. Uh, let's pan the camera over here. We actually got our youngest uh, that just joined us. She's 11 years old. Tell me your name again. Haley. Haley. We got 11-year-old Haley who's out door knocking too. We got her Nana here, her mom over here. It's a family affair. Uh, but we've also got a really special story here. Yasmin, right? Yes, sir. From Columbia, working with the Republican Party but now who lives here locally, came here legally, sees what's going on, and now is being attacked by the city for standing up for the values of America. Is that right? Amen, yes, sir. And it's amazing what people don't realize what is happening in this country. I came here legally 22 years ago, and I have been harassed, discriminated, and mistreated because I stand for the American principles. We need to stand together. I supported President Trump since he started running. Um, been in every rally and a precinct delegate since 2016 in a Macon County conservative leader. We need to talk America. Come on. The, uh, the Communist Party is taking over. President Trump has done a great job uh, exposing the wrongdoing, even in the Republican Party. In locally, we, um, I have been harassed. I have been threatened to be People have gone to council meetings to ask me to be fired because my political stance and my religious belief, I'm Christian. That I never thought that coming to this country will be happening. I pray that people will realize, come on, people, come out to the polls on November 8th. Vote at the polls. Support the Republican candidates. Pray for them. Campaign for them. Vote no in all three proposals. And also, please let people know. Don't, don't assume people know how to vote for. They don't. We need to be there out telling them, rally for the candidates, helping the candidates. United we stand, divided we will fall in America. We'll be a communist country like South America where I come from. We don't want that here. We want legal immigration. Close the borders. This is getting outrageous. People should have voting ID to vote. I can't believe that in other countries they require in America is asking for laws not to have the ID. That is crazy. They are taking over the three people in office in Michigan, Whitmer, Benson, and um, Nassau are evil. Call it the way it is. They are breaking our moral beliefs. They are breaking everything. There is a project, and I'm the captain in Macon County, to make sure people vote no in the proposals. Um, is the So no on all the proposals. Yes. Operation Eagles. Operation Eagle wins. Is canvas in Detroit, and I'm the county captain for Macomb. Operation Overwatch. Wow. That U.S. You want to get involved, do it, please. You want to do rallies in Macon County, contact me, Jasmine, Google my name. Macon County is big. Just contact us. We need to bring this country back and save America. Thank you. You see it, Steve. The passion ben, is huge. Ben, it's high out here. Amazing. And they're fed up with it. Ben, hang on one second. Macomb County, for our audience, is the home of the Reagan Democrats. That's what shifted. Uh, that's what made President uh, or candidate Ronald Reagan president of the United States. That's also the key district that made Donald Trump win Michigan in 2016 and made him president of the United States. Ben, we're going to come right back to you in a moment. Thank our thank our guest, uh, the American citizen from Columbia. We'll be right back to you with the precinct committeeman. I want to go to Peter. Peter, right there, you see it, right? I mean, that's the best campaign ad. We just sort of cut yeah. that into a, yeah. a 30 and a 60 and play that throughout the country. Uh, Peter, that, this is what you're talking about, taking back Trump's America right there, sir. Yes, uh, note MSNBC, New York Times, the Wokes. Uh, this is a rainbow coalition. This is a black, brown, blue-collar revolution here in Trump's America. All we seek is peace and prosperity. And we know that the way to do that is through secure southern borders and end to endless wars. And most of all, 
during the Trump administration fair trade with the rest of the world so we can have our manufacturing base and our supply chains here. And taking back Trump's America, that's what I explain to the American people. And I'm getting tired of people like Joe Kent being smeared. This whole white supremacy thing is just wrong. That was truth right there. That's truth to power. This is a rainbow coalition. Steve, you're seeing this in the Rio Grande Valley. You're seeing it in California, Arizona. You're seeing Latinos in particular coming to the Trump Republican Party precisely because of the values uh, that we all embrace, Steve. And I can't stress more. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I want to state what what you're saying right there. Politico has an article up, and we'll put it up on Getter later and discuss it on Monday. Politico has an article exactly about this. They're saying in the three, these three tough uh, Hispanic uh, districts in Texas, Rio Grande Valley and South Texas, the Democrats have made a conscious decision not to talk about cultural issues. Throughout the rest of the country, they're bombarding people with these ads yes. about abortion and other things. They've yeah. gone dead silent because they understand the Hispanic community is culturally very conservative and culturally strongly pro-life, and they understand it's a loser for them. This is why we've jammed the Democrats up. They can't defend their economic policies. They can't defend their policies on the southern border. They can't defend their economic policies, their geopolitical policies, where they put Ukraine ahead of citizens in the state of Florida. They can't defend any of it. Uh, Peter, one last thing. I'm going to have you on back next week early because you're bringing up something that's very important and people have to understand. The beggar thy neighbor uh, issues that are going to come up now, not so much on trade but on currency, because I believe we're very quickly maybe going to a currency war. Dr. Navarro, before you sign off, give me a, give me 60 seconds on that. When the Federal Reserve raises interest rates to fight inflation here, if other central banks around the world don't follow suit, their currencies fall and we export our inflation to them because a lower currency raises the price of the imports. And so with the central banks around the world are doing is following the Federal Reserve down this one path. Meanwhile, uh, the Congress and White House here is stimulating, trying to stimulate out of recession, throwing gasoline on it. Policy is at odds with each other. As a programming note, Steve, tomorrow, 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on C-SPAN 2, there's going to be a great hour-long interview uh, about taking back Trump's America that I urge people to do. And next week, I not only want to talk about the economy with you, Steve, um, I want to go over with you a list of 30 House candidates that we can give people as a menu of choices to go help who are in the so-called toss-up races. These are the 30 seats that are going to determine whether Nancy Pelosi is in there uh, again and destroys Trump and the Trump Republicans or whether we get Trump Republicans in control of that House. 10 a.m. C-SPAN tomorrow, 10 a.m. in the morning. It's an hour about Peter in the book. Uh, 10 p.m. a rebroadcast. And Navarro's going to join us starting next week. We're going to go into these C-SPANs too. We're going to go into the, we're going to go into the details of district by district of how we're going to take this back. Dr. Navarro, between now and then, how do they get you on Getter? Yes, uh, real P. Navarro. Getter is the Twitter killer. I'm devoting everything I can to get the message out to get her as I'm talking to in these Taking Back Trump's America interviews around the country, the conservative talk show host, I'm making sure that they're on Getter and that we're building this community, Steve. They won't cancel us. One last thing, this New York Times thing really should piss everybody off. We should have been number two on the New York Times bestseller list and sold twice as many books as the number three below us. And once again, Steve, we got canceled. Not going to happen to Maggie Haberman. It's happening to us. Cancel culture must go, Steve. Peter Navarro, uh, we do that by selling more books. So thank you very much. Yes, Take sir, it back, Admiral. Trump's America. You see Take the care. blueprint we'll of how we're going to do Monday. this. Take it back. See you, brother. And we're looking forward to seeing you on C-SPAN 2 tomorrow. Okay, uh, we've got a lot to get through. By the way, one of the things is the hot button issue that's being polled is this trillion dollar bailout. A trillion dollar bailout of these deadbeat woke graduate students and undergraduates that have gone into these scam uh, systems and this cartel.
to pay for it. Everybody go to Charlie Kirk, uh, the college scam, TPS USA slash Warham. Go check it out. He talks about the cartel that's around the, uh, this college situation. It's an absolute scam. If you understand how they ran up a trillion dollar bill and then wanted working class Americans to pay for it, which is outrageous, go get the college scam from Charlie Kirk, tpusa.com. And you'll check out all the other great work uh, Turning Point does. They're on a national tour. They're, they're launching uh, Candace Owens on a national tour to take the uh, the torch to the enemy on these college campuses. It's just incredible. We'll talk a lot about that next week. we have Charlie back on. Um, I want to go. Uh, we've got yesterday's 6 o'clock show. I got so many compliments on it. We had Pasovic. We had Rebecca Koffler. Uh, we had the great Darren Beatty for an entire hour talking about geopolitics, particularly Russia. I, I wanted to get Rebecca back on and Darren, so I'll do this back-to-back. Rebecca's got a amazing piece up on Fox. I don't know if I got it to the staff. We got it to um, to Denver. We'll get it up in a second. So you you printed the piece this morning that walks through your five, uh, your five uh, basically evidence that the Russians blew up the pipeline. Which is this, this pipeline destruction is a massive issue. I think the German government will fall for it. Whoever did it, uh, declared war on the German people. And it's time the German people, you know, you gotta wake up. The Swedes are awakened. The French have kind of awakened. The Italians have definitely awakened. The British with UK, with uh, Brexit have quasi awakened. Of course, the Tories are trying to put them back to sleep. But, uh, uh Europe's alive now, whether it's Hungary, whether it's local elections in the Czech Republic. These populists come into power. Uh, Rebecca, walk us through your five, uh, your five reasons why you say, and you're the expert, Putin's playbook. You were over at Defense Intelligence, DIA. You're one of the specialists in this area. Walk us through the five reasons that you say the Russians actually blew the pipeline up. Sure. Uh, so first of all, this is not uh, just the war on the German people. This is a signal from Vladimir Putin to the entire West on what is to come um, unless the United States and Europe uh, stop providing superior military weaponry to Ukraine. Because the Russians have concluded that we are right now in a war already. The Russians believe that it, they're not fighting just Ukraine, they are fighting the entire Western world because the United States has provided, um, and I already lost count how many billions of dollars, right? And we are to the point where we're depleting our own uh, weapons supply. Lockheed Martin is, just can't, you know, pump out enough those timers, right? So that is a signal. So the five points, Putin has the motivation because he understands because Joe Biden said, we're going to continue providing that help to Ukraine until, you know, for months and years. And Lloyd Austin, the SEGDAV, said, we're going to do it until the Russian military is degraded and the economy is weakened so that Putin doesn't do it again. So Putin is looking at over the long term. He said last week that he is willing to use, and I quote, various means of destruction. That word, um, uh, in Russian, right? So that is not exclusively nuclear, but it includes nuclear as well. And the escalation ladder that the Russians have developed and they conceptualize that they've been spending, um, two decades, like planning how to bypass U.S. conventional superiority, right? Because the Russian strong point is the nukes and they can't possibly fight a conventional war with us, which is effectively what we are fighting right now, right? It's a proxy war. And so they have worked out this methodology. Um, there's a specific operation, right, called strategic operation to defeat critically important targets. And it is used both in wartime and in peacetime, A, to signal to the adversary the Russia's intention to go to the next rung on the escalation ladder if the adversary doesn't stop to do what it's doing, right? And it's used in peacetime okay. to destabilize. Okay. So all of that is Rebecca, hang on all for, of Rebecca, 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 hang on for one second. We're going to take a short break. Rebecca Coughlin okay. will join us on the other side. You know what's never good? 
when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, welcome back. Um, make sure you go to mypillow.com, a promo code uh, War Room. Um, you've got all the sales there, particularly $19.80, the classic pillow. Uh, remember, you can't get this in a big box because Mike Lindell got the hook because of his political beliefs, I think also maybe his religious beliefs, uh, but definitely political and about election integrity. So they gave him the hook. The only way he can get products sold to the public is to go online. So it's mypillow.com, promo code warm. You got all the best sales there, everything. You got, you know, buy one, get one's free. You got all the super discount sales, and you get the classic pillow for $19.88. You can't get it at Walmart anymore because of his political beliefs, but you can certainly get it through the war rooms. Go check it out today. Uh, Rebecca, we're jammed for time, but uh, I wanted yeah. to make sure that you could comment, given your background as an immigrant, on the woman, the brave warrior from Columbia out there at the Michigan rally. What's your assessment of what she told America? She fired me up, and she speaks the truth. As an immigrant myself, I was born and raised in the former Soviet Union, right, where we had censorship, the government oppressed people, uh, religious was outlawed. Right now, I feel like I'm back into the USSR. Uh, I'm increasingly alarmed about the fact that the U.S. government, as well as the media, actually, is suppressing conservative voices, religious voices, canceled people, you know, uh, surveys people. Remember, they surveyed, you know, part of case. They just, you know, Joe Biden is effectively targeting his political opponent. Um, and he's not himself. All the institutions, the government institutions, have been weaponized against the opposition. Okay, so now the socialism business that the Biden administration is enforcing on the American people, we are experiencing shortages right now. That's like we were back in the USSR. Women don't have baby formula. Women don't have tampons. I mean, think about that. It's, it's all courtesy of the incompetent people of the Biden administration and their stupid policies, you know, of sanctions, right? Sanctions, and I'm not a fan of Putin. You know this. I wrote this book, and I routinely get attacked, by the way, by both sides. I was attacked so hard today because of this article that I wrote that it is the Russians that are likely behind the North Stream disaster. So I got so attacked. But basically, the sanctions are eroding the world's confidence in the U.S. dollar as the premier currency with national reserves and medium of Yeah, you know, and it's going to have disastrous effects. Russia and China are getting together, so we can't have these people who absolutely have no brain. They don't look into the future. They're eroding our own capability, providing help to Ukraine, while the American people are struggling to fill up the uh, gas tank because this uh, the prices are. I in the sky, like Rebecca, in the yeah, Rebe- 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 Yeah, 
Rebecca, wh- where do people get your book and how they get your writings? How they find you on social media? Um, I am on Getter. I'm on Twitter at Rebecca zero one three two. My website, you're looking at it right now, RebeccaCoppola.com. The book is everywhere, uh, in Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any, anywhere, really, uh, in the stores. And uh, unfortunately, the Wall Street Journal came out today, uh, Steve, and put out the five-talk book on, on Putin. My book is nowhere to be mentioned. And in fact, they told me they're not even planning to review it. And yet, everything that I predicted in my book, including the yeah. fact that Putin is going to go up to Ukraine is happening. We are rolling into World War yeah. Three uh, right now because if NATO changes the rules and uh, satisfies Zelensky's request and adopts Ukraine into uh, NATO, then we're in World War Three because the Article Five kicks in collective defense, yeah. and that is exactly why Putin is signaling to us what's yet to come yeah. by blowing up R- Nord Stream. Russia yeah. has the doctrine Rebecca, thank you very much. We're really jammed. Really appreciate it. When everybody go to the book, go to your website. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Let's go to Matthew Tierman. Um, Matthew, real quickly, give us Ann Applebaum's husband uh, tweeted the first day to thank the Americans. Uh, why don't you agree with Darren Beatty that the Americans blew this up versus Rebecca Koffler says the Russians blew it up? Uh, well, first, I'm in uh, total agreement with Rebecca Koffler, and I love for you to have her on more. She is feisty and spot on because, you know what? There's an old saying, act like you've been there. She's been there. She knows what they do and why they do it. Chikorsky is not someone to be taken seriously. In 2014, he was caught on a hot mic after he uh, anointed himself a intermediary uh, with uh, the Ukrainian government in Russia. And he said, you accept the Russian deal or you're all dead. Uh, super uh, statesman-like commentary on a hot mic uh, and got lambasted all over Central Europe for saying so. Uh, he is not a serious person. He is just trying to maintain relevance. Uh, and he shoots from the hip with, uh, with no factual basis on anything he says, whether it's about Europe, Germany, Poland, the U.S., Russia, this is a guy who was caught on tape uh, that ended his political career in Poland, calling Barack Obama the Polish equivalent of the N-word uh, and saying that America, that Poland has to give America, uh, you know, fellatio. Uh, and he was drunk, uh, taped in restaurants, running his mouth off, saying that as a Polish uh, governmental elite, it was his right to dine on octopus on the taxpayer dime. Uh, this is not a serious person. He's okay. a total joker. But the reason why I know, I know, I know. Hang on, hang, ho, 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 ho. Hang on. I know you and Ann Applebaum have history, as we say, uh, when you were one of my colleagues at Breitbart and on Breitbart Radio. Real quickly, because I got to get to Brazil. I'm jammed for time. Is just let's cut to the chase. Is Rebecca Koffer right with her five uh, parts of analysis that the Russians blew yes. this up, or yes. is Darren Beatty? It says it's obvious the Americans blew this up. You are part Polish. You have you know spent so much time over there. Who's right? Uh, 100% Rebecca Koffler. Uh, the Russians need to sow chaos. This uh, Nord Stream 2 is dead. Nord Stream 1's on hiatus. Russia knows that Europe is not going to be buying gas from them anytime soon. They've pivoted to selling to China and India. Blowing up this uh, this pipeline gives them an advantage both is, internally and in their quote-unquote war with the West. They're escalating is, is, and they need to show is, their conference why they're at war with the West. This is a classic Russian false flag. Plus, they get out of any contract issues they're going to have okay. internationally. Hang on. Hang on for a second. Um, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna put you on hold for a second to get you back on for this massive uh, Brazil uh, operation. Real quickly, is the German government gonna fall this winter because the German people are gonna be freezing? Uh, yes or no? Uh, I think that it will fall at some point. I don't know if it's gonna be exactly this winter, but you've got Greens and you know pro-business Nord Streamers in government together now at odds. Germany has to build out their nuclear capabilities immediately to uh, keep their people warm and the greens are super against this they uh they also have to uh they have to pivot on all of their business stratagems you know Gerhard schroeder is being pushed to the side thankfully after he sold out germany russia and set up europe for this failure this epic failure they've 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 built their entire industrial thing on cheap russian gas it's all going to collapse hang on for a second i'm gonna get you back on in brazil in a second just hang on let me get in darren Beatty from Revolver. Darren, it's still running hot from last night's debate. Rebecca Koffler is now up on Fox with five-part 
analysis of why it's it's Russia, the great Matthew Tierman, who's a huge fan of Revolver.News, and you personally is also coming down our side. Walk us through why you say this is all absurd, ridiculous, infantile, and it was the Americans that did this, sir. Well, look, I'm try to stay objective on this matter. As I mentioned before, I'm not a fan of the uh, you know, the globalist American empire, anything. And my assessment was that Russia is in a much worse position now than it was before it initiated its so-called special operation. And so similarly, I try to apply objective analysis to this situation to the best of my abilities. And I'm open to persuasive arguments that Russia most likely did this and maybe those arguments exist somewhere. I haven't seen them, and they certainly don't exist in this article penned by uh, Rebecca. And, you know, what can I say other than God bless her? I'm sure she's a good woman, but the there is no argument here. I mean, I, I'm glad to go by, you know, go through it point by point. She, you know, I guess thinks that it sounds like official um, and sophisticated to have five points. Wow, there are five points. Okay, let's go through the five points. He says, first, Putin has the motivation. Facing potential defeat in Ukraine, he is desperate to reverse the momentum on the battlefield by resorting to dramatic escalation. Okay. This is his way of trying to compel the U.S. and Europe to stop providing long-range weaponry to Ukraine. How? How does destroying the pipeline prevent the U.S. and Europe from preventing uh, sending weaponry, it, it doesn't make any sense. She said, the outcome if, if Ukraine is existential issue for him personally and for Russia. Okay, well, what does that have to do with the pipeline? What does that have to do with the, you know, who's in whose interest it was that the pipeline was destroyed? Um, then she says, uh, the risk of Putin having... Let, let me ask you, hold, hold it, hold it. I, let's, let's, let's set that aside. People can read it, and we know that you can go through point by point. But are you, I'm not saying concerned, but the, the thing is that this, people are saying this is Russian misinformation or disinformation to point the finger to the Americans. What, what evidence besides uh, Ann Applebaum's husband tweeting it out, thanking the Americans immediately, what other evidence do you garner to say it's pretty obvious Americans did it? I mean, has anyone it's has anyone being been paying attention to life and politics in the past four or five years? You're asking me, well, people are saying that pointing out obvious inference is Russian disinformation. Gee, where have we seen that dynamic before? How many times in political life in the United States have we seen the dynamic where these worthless U.S. intelligence officials point to something glaringly obvious and call it Russian disinformation. That's never happened before, Steve. I, it's just, it's just hang, entirely hang new. Hang, <laughs> hang on. Hang on. We got Darren Beatty from Revolver. Matthew Tierman, we'll eventually get to Brazil here. Uh, we're going to have Father Pavone uh, join us about the prayer week coming up. All of it, all of it hot. We're going to go back to Berkwam in Michigan. All of it next in the worm. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, the whole geopolitics is, and obviously the geostrategic nature of all the uh, currency wars and capital markets we're going to get into early next week. Uh, China has announced, told their state banks that they're going to be dumping a massive dump of uh, dollars starting next week. So we're going to be talking about the CCP and the um, the Russian uh, partnership. We'll get into more of that. Darren, you guys have been a fire. One thing I want everybody to go to Revolver. You know, we love Revolver News here, but particularly you've done something, a great public service to your countrymen. This article you have up that talks about the, the war that uh, Russia had with Sweden is it takes a historical analogy. But the point is, when you sit there, the Russians and, and Koffler in, agrees with you on this. They don't think in 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 in, beat, in hits on MSNBC or CNN. They have a long historical process that they look at, and this article is brilliant. Quickly tell us about it, and then how do they get to you? How do people follow you over the weekend before you're back here on Monday? Absolutely. Well, this is the piece I mentioned yesterday. If you missed it, go to revolver.news. It's white hot. If you want to understand the full context of 
basically the Armageddon situation that's unfolding before our very eyes. And it involves many things. It involves geopolitics. It involves understanding what uh, they call hybrid warfare and also understands it requires understanding the broad sweep of history. And so we try to include all of that in our revolver pieces, which is why you won't find it anywhere else. And the example that you mentioned is an interesting historical antecedent. People can read the full piece in Revolver News, but there was a, uh, uh, a war between Russia and Sweden. Basically, a, a Swedish monarch died. Russia tried to take advantage of it. Uh, Russia invaded uh, Sweden, and it went back and forth. And at a certain point, the Swedish just couldn't let go. They had pride. They had moral outrage. Uh, they thought correctly in this case that it was an unprovoked war of aggression. And they just got too greedy. And what ultimately happened was that they got destroyed. And uh, the winter destroyed them. And there are very many lessons to learn from this in terms of the Russian character, in terms of, uh, you know, believe it or not, at one point, uh, Sweden was actually a formidable geopolitical entity. Um, not so much anymore. Oh, but um, it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing. If you love history, go there. But if you want to understand the full yeah. context of the situation, if you want to see these scumbags in the U.S. intelligence community beating the drums for the war, like, can you, can you believe it? We shut down the entire global economy for two years because we were scared of getting the flu. And the same people pushing that down our throats who destroyed lives and destroyed the economy are so cavalierly marching into World War III over worthless territories in Ukraine. It's unbelievably stupid, just like just about everything we see in politics today. But if you want to have the smart take on it, the smart analysis, I encourage everyone to go to revolver.news as always. The, the posse loves the, uh, the smartness and it's all free. Uh, Darren, thank you so much. Honored to have you on here, sir. Thank you, sir. Tiermont, I know you have a lot to say on this specific topic. We will hold that to early next week because I got I'm running out of time and I got to get to Brazil on the global chessboard uh, and particularly the nationalist, the populist nationalist movement. Nobody's higher than Bolsonaro. So tell us what's going to go down uh, tomorrow because there's all kind of there, there, this is information warfare at the highest degree. What is what is exactly? Give us the signal, not the noise. Uh, totally correct. I do have to just toss in there. I don't think that the half million people who have seen their city, Mariupol, destroyed would consider this historical center a worthless piece of land, according to Darren Beatty. But hey, uh, I've been there. So uh, Brazil, uh, the debate uh, two nights ago lasted almost five hours. Everybody looked like they went through a war from like 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, JB mopped the floor with Lula. For me, the personal highlight was when Lula insisted multiple times that the United Nations vacated his felonies for corruption when him and Dilma were selling Brazilian state assets and oil, Petrobras, uh, to China for cash in bags that led to his 10-year prison sentence that he served less than 10% of, and the Supreme Court let him out, pending forever, never-ending appeal to run in this race so that they can try and reinstall him and continue their pathway of working hand-in-glove with the CCP on their imperial hegemonic project. Uh, Ciro Gomez, the far-left candidate, further left than Lula maybe, was calling Lula corrupt and going after him. Everybody was. Nobody was in the pro-Lula camp. Nobody booed when people were uh, you know, yelling their attacks at Lula's corruption. And he looked, there's a reason, it's like Biden, there's a reason he didn't campaign much. He looked like a, uh, uh, a deer in the headlights. Uh, so, you know, it looks like like 2020 for us, a fix will be in. Uh, JB did great. Well, People around the okay, world. But all, all the all the polls, all the polls. Hang on. All the polls show that Lula could win in the first round. You don't agree with that. Also, what what is this about? Because you got the and, election and, machine I, I, issues. You got all the things. And what about the is the military actually going to do a hand count to make sure that the thing's not stolen from Bolsonaro, given the Supreme Court is you, your 5,000 word piece, which is magnificent, says the Supreme Court is essentially trying to steal it for Lula. What 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 is yeah. going to go on here in the next 24 hours? Well, first, polling. Uh, you know, uh, Biden's up by 8 to 10 on Trump uh, in Wisconsin. I mean, polling. Uh, FT is pumping the poll this morning as well. Uh, the people on the ground, the real polling is empirical, is talking to people and seeing the outpouring of support. Uh, the Supreme Court oversees a subsidiary court, the 
Supreme Electoral Court that administers the election. As I mentioned last week, they passed a law saying nobody can bring their cell phones with them into the voting booth because they do not want anyone taping the process of potential voter irregularity. What false narrow and Lula's face comes up. You know, people videoing that will uh, will create lots of waves. The military is very loyal to Bolsonaro. He's got strong connections, him and his whole family. They are on the right. They're conservative. They are stalwart defenders of Brazilian sovereignty and independence. And they will be, and by the way, and they will be with law on their side. Within the Brazilian constitution yep. is law that the military can oversee the election. Okay. So when the West will hey, say this hey, is military hey, food, yeah. Are you going to are you going to be up and get her? When are we going to know some results here? Because they're ahead of us on timeline, but the, the timing. And are you going to be up and get her? Do people go to you on getter? Do people go to you on? Um, I know uh, Jason Mill and the entire getter team are going to be all over this. We have a huge presence in Brazil. Uh, are, are are you going to be putting this up in real time? Yeah, absolutely. And the uh, we'll see. And it's funny because you look at all these countries, Europe, uh, France, Germany, they all get their election results same day. Uh, it's only in the U.S. that they, uh, you know, prevaricate over weeks and say, oh, no, we got to, you know, count this hanging chad and that whatever. Uh, we'll have data coming in in the evening, tomorrow evening about, you know, the early results. And it'll be okay. pretty indicative. Uh, I just want to throw Perfect. out there all so over the world. Yeah, one more thing. All over the world you've had come in to support and endorse Bolsonaro. Don Jr. did a tape. Georgia Maloney, Matteo Salvini, Santiago Abascal from Vox, Maria Fernanda Cabal in Colombia, uh, Jose Cast in Chile, Guaido in Venezuela. I mean, all over the world, there's support coming in for Bolsonaro. Nobody is endorsing Lula. Obviously, the CCP wants him in, but they know that that would be a bridge too far for them to come out and be vocal about it. We know that they're working hand yeah. in glove behind okay. the scenes. Uh, okay. Follow me on Getter, Twitter. Fine. Uh, Foreign Policy Magazine tells me differently. They say it's actually Bolsonaro's the running dog of the CCP. Yeah, yeah. That's well, obviously a lie dog. from a CCP <laughs> asset. That's a, that's a, it's One you more know, time. Just enemy. give your... Matthew Tiramond. Just give your social media hand. T-Y-R-M-A-N-D, Getter, Twitter, and we are going to be all hot this weekend following this closely because this is the most impactful election in 2022. This is the most important. The global communism coming into our hemisphere hinges on Brazil. We'll see you on uh, Monday and follow you over the weekend. Thank you, sir. I want to bring Father Pavone in. We're going to really do some juggling here in the last uh, 15 minutes of the show, so strap in. Father Pavone, uh, you're at a uh, a prayer service. It kicks off a week of prayer. Can you tell us what's going on, sir? Hey, uh, okay, Steve, I don't actually have Father Pavone. Oh, th- yes, Father Pavone, I can hear you. You can go hey, ahead. Sorry about that. Yes, we, Steve, we started okay. out this international effort that has, takes place twice a year called 40 Days for Life. Uh, this is a grassroots effort, uh, unlike any other, that brings people peacefully and prayerfully out in front of the places where babies are being aborted. And uh, it takes place in hundreds of cities in a couple of dozen countries. And uh, I, uh, I, I prayed at some of the kickoff rallies out in uh, New Mexico, in, uh, in Washington, D.C., and uh, and uh, getting ready to do so in uh, South Carolina and Georgia. Uh, so it's really exciting time, you know, because obviously this is the first campaign that's taking place uh, after Roe has fallen, and people are more energized than ever before to get out there and show what the pro-life movement really is. You know, not what the Democrats want us to think, want people to think that, oh, you know, we're repressing and oppressing women and taking away people's rights. No, we're the compassionate ones. We're the ones going out there and saying to these women, hey, you don't have to do this. Come to us and we'll help you. So the movement is underway and we expect uh, thousands of lives to be saved. Father Pavone, uh, how can, we saw the FBI, by the way, with their jackboots, uh, intimidate a, uh, a, a very holy man who was out in front of praying in front of a, uh, an abortion center and, and intimidated his wife and, and seven kids. But we'll get into that more next week. How can people find out more about the 40 Days to Life? Where do they actually go to find out how they can participate and how they can join you? Uh, it's the number 40, 40daysforlife.com, and they'll be able to find the prayer site that is closest to them, 40daysforlife.com. Father, is a way to do it if you can't physically actually go to a prayer site? Is a way that somebody can can join from home and join this effort? Uh, yes, yes. Good point, Steve. Uh, there are prayer resources there. And also at prolifeprayers.com, 
that people can follow through the 40 days right from their own homes or their churches or adoration chapels or wherever they like. Uh, ProLifePrayers.com. And, uh, yeah, we invite people to do that. We'll put it all up and push it out uh, strongly and talk to you next week. I know this is going to go on for 40 days, so we'll look forward to talking early next week, Father Provan. All right, Steve. Looking forward to it. Thanks, as always. Thank you, Father. Uh, let's go to Michigan. Uh, we got Ben Burkwam. Is Ben Burkwam still with us? Okay, can we go to Michigan? I got and, you, Steve. Uh, ben, we're going to toss it back to you. we got a couple of minutes. Uh, introduce us to some of the uh, precinct workers and some of the precinct committee men there. Uh, we've got a whole group of them here. You've met some of them already. We've got Beth, not Beth, Candace, Sharon, uh, and Sharon, you know, mighty little soldier here, but I want to bring over Amelia too. This, this is really exciting. Come here, Amelia. So I actually met Amelia in 2019 at the TP, TP USA Student Action Summit. She was 10 at the time, yeah. got involved when she was seven. Her mom is a precinct delegate. And now she's actually doing the Pledge of Allegiance today. This is really amazing. Excited? I am very excited. It is such an honor. I, I love this. So no matter how old you are, this is really what it's all, all about. Shout out to TPUSA. And Sharon, I asked Sharon during the break, uh, are, you, are you afraid for America? She's born and raised here in Michigan. And Sharon, what was your answer? No, because God's in control. That's it. Amen. That's it. So you've got all these people that are working, they're fighting, they're standing up. But in the end, we know where our hope lies. It's in the Lord. But this is really it. We've got to pray. We've got to wait on the Lord. But while we're waiting on the Lord, we got to work. We got to act. We got to get involved. And that's what all these ladies here and these gentlemen back here. Again, raise your hand if you're a precinct delegate. Precinct delegate, precinct delegate, wow, precinct delegate. All of these guys. I love wow, it. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Ben, hang on, right? We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back to Ben Burkwam, the precinct committeemen that are in Michigan in this huge rally. President Trump's going to be there today to support Tudor Dixon uh, for Governor uh, Matt DiPerno, for Attorney General Christine, our own Christine Caramo, for uh, Secretary of State. Of course, other candidates like John Gibbs, all of it, it's in Michigan. Michigan's on fire. Don't believe the suppression polls. Okay, short commercial break. We're going to return. We've got a lot to do. In little time, but we're going to get it done. It's the war room. Take a short commercial break. Just hang with us. We'll be back in a moment. There has arrived the new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, download the app. Get on Getter. This weekend is going to be lit from Brazil to every battleground state we got. Things are happening all over. There's rallies. There's workshops. All of it. Get together. I'm up there 24-7. I'll be putting out stuff. I want to go to uh, Karen Siegmund. Karen, we got about a minute. This uh, conference is huge. Unfortunately, we're sold out of tickets. But how do people yeah. go and find out more about your group and more about the speakers? Go to our website, AmericanFreedomAlliance.org. It is huge. Registration hasn't even officially begun, only in about 10 minutes, but we're already, people are already coming in concerned about national sovereignty and freedom. Go to AmericanFreedomAlliance.org. And uh, sorry if you're not here for, for today's event, but um, hopefully you'll catch us next time. We've got Ed Dowd in the house right now, Patrick Woodman, Beckham Wall, um, an amazing lineup, Evan Freeman. It's just going to be blockbusters. So I hope that all of and by the way, people are coming in saying, I heard you on Bannon. I heard you on War Room. And so we're just absolutely <laughs> delighted. Thank you. <laughs> Karen, great job. Look forward to seeing you guys later. Incredible. Thanks American so Freedom Alliance, a huge conference a day on the global puppet masters. Okay. Um, let's go to, I tell you, our own Amy, Ke Amy Kelly over with, can we play a, cl a clip? Daily Beast has got a huge story about Amy Kelly and all the Warren Posse assisting Daily Clat with this uh, about the uh, vaccines, about everything that's happened. That can we play this short clip? I want everybody to go to the Daily Beast. Let's play Amy Kelly. Do we got it? 
I'm the program director for the Warren Daily Clout Pfizer Documents Analysis Project. I recently wrote a report related to male fertility and the vaccines, and I'd like to share some of the information from that with you today. Pfizer's own documents showed that they thought vaccine ingredients could be transferred between people via skin-to-skin contact, inhalation, and sexual intercourse. They mandated that men participating in the Pfizer trials abstain from sex, or if they were going to have sexual intercourse, they had to use a condom as well as another means of strong protection. Pfizer also did not test something called reproductive toxicity in men. This has to okay, do with here, here we go. We're going to put that up because uh, we're jammed for time. We're going to have that back on Monday, but this is all the research that's coming out. Daily Beast got a huge story about it. Uh, we can see the whole video. We're going to put it up on the site, and I'll be commenting on it on Getter in a little while. Um, let's go to. I want to go. Let's play the cold open for Joe Allen. We got a lot going on, and yesterday, as we warned you. Uh, Tesla and Elon Musk kind of dropped a bombshell here. Let's play the cold open and get Joe Allen in. Uh, welcome to Tesla AI Day podcast and radio audience what am i looking at there joe allen yesterday that the this is the robot that's going to be like the uh this is transhumanism one-on-one this is the invasion of the robot sir well steve if it's the invasion of the robot i don't think we have anything to worry about quite yet uh you know investors uh observers ai expert roboticists nobody was really that impressed with the display of optimists mostly due to elon musk kind of car salesman hype uh, I, I do think it's important, though, as people are joking about it, which, by the way, one of my getter commenters said that the robot walked like a drunk husband trying to get home and sneak into bed before his wife wakes up. I think that's probably the most apt description. But I, I would like to say that these robots are very much in their infancy. So all of the different kinds of social robots or humanoid work robots or like the dancing Osimo robot, all of that very much in its infancy. I expect probably in the next five to 10 years, if Elon Musk and others are able to attract the kind of talent they want to attract, things will change very, very rapidly. But for now, if Skynet comes online, that's what we're facing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Joe Allen is is going to be with us today at the American Freedom Alliance. Uh, Joe, you're going to be putting up stuff on Getter. Your other accounts, Joe Bot, uh, you got a bunch of big articles. The big one of the Federalists, got to make sure we push out everybody. We'll be updating this on Monday, but follow Joe Allen over the weekend at all his uh, spots. Joe, thank you so much. See you in a little while. Thank you very much, American Steve. Freedom Alliance. You got Joe. It's a big part of this is transhumanism. I want to go back to Michigan. We're going to finish out there uh, in with Michiganders. Uh, ben Burkwam, can you ask the crowd? We got a couple minutes. Can you ask the crowd, is Tudor Dixon going to win this race for governor, sir? Well, I, I got the perfect person to ask that to, Steve. We've got Shane Hernandez uh, running with uh, as lieutenant governor for Tudor Dixon. So the question is, is Tudor Dixon and Shane Hernandez, are they going to win the governor and lieutenant governor? Let me hear you. Yeah! What do you, what do you think, Shane? Without a doubt. Without, yes. without a doubt, guys. But it's up to you. It's up to Michigan to stand up and do that. You can go to TudorDixon.com, get involved. Anything else? We're going to win. That's gonna, it. They're going to win. And this is what it's all about. All of this here, these are all the delegates. These are just a few of them in Michigan from across the state that are standing up, that are doing what you called out, Steve, getting involved. Action, action, action. This is what it's all about. And we're going to be bringing it to you all today, starting live at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Real America's Voice News is going to be bringing you the coverage. Hang on a second. PrecinctStrategy.com. I want everybody to go there. The great Dan Schultz. Check it out today while you're watching. Ben, one more time. When does coverage commence on Real America's Voice so the War Room Posse can watch it? When does it start? 4 p.m. Eastern time. We will be live wall-to-wall. You'll hear Amelia do the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance and everything else. you hear Tudor Dixon. I'm going to be getting with Tudor in just a couple minutes as well, but 4 p.m. Eastern. 
Ben, let the crowd take us out. Tell us what they think. Tell us what kind of support Tudor Dixon and President Trump have out in Michigan, sir. Hey, let me hear you guys. They they say you they want to take us out. Uh, what what was that song you were singing just a little bit ago? We're not gonna take it. No, we're gonna take it. We're not gonna take it anymore. That's the sentiment out here, Steve. Love it. Vox Populi. Okay. Make sure, make sure you check out Real America's Voice. They're going to be there at four o'clock with live coverage of this amazing, of this amazing rally out in Michigan. We're surging right now. That's why the mainstream media in the Uniparty hate it. We'll see you back here 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time on Monday. See that. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.